0: At 102.7 FM and 12:40 a.m. ESPN Radio Sports Center.
1: I'm Doug Brown. Texas Rangers third baseman Adrian Beltre is now just two hits away from 3,000. The Rangers host the Orioles tonight in Arlington. Beltre had two hits last night, getting closer to becoming the 31st player to reach 3,000. In his last four games, he's nine for 14. Baseball today here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Our coverage starts at 3 Eastern for the Giants and Dodgers in Los Angeles. The Dodgers won the series opener last night. They have the best record in baseball. They've won six in a row, and they have a 13-game lead. Dodgers manager Dave Roberts.
2: I think that you know, when you get too far ahead of yourself or even outside of the moment, then I think it just kind of takes away from your focus. Um, you know, and at the end of a major league season, um, a, a good season, a bad season, a great season, players, coaches are exhausted. And I think the teams that can stay as focused the longest uh, and the most consistent are even more taxed.
1: Dodgers and Giants at 3 Eastern here on ESPN Radio. Falcons wideout Devin Fuller tears an ACL during the second day of training camp Friday. The NFL Network is reporting Fuller will miss the upcoming season. Fuller missed what would have been his rookie season last year, with a preseason shoulder injury. Alabama defensive lineman Deshaun Hand is charged with DUI after an arrest early this morning in Tuscaloosa. He's being held on a $1,000 bond. The Crimson Tide start preseason practice on Thursday.
0: Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. I've
3: been watching the Redskins training camp where it's twelve o two in the afternoon. The team in the middle of a midday break expected to be back on the field this afternoon at three o'clock for the first time in pads. Weather may be an issue. We'll keep you updated throughout the afternoon. Keep listening to ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM, plus our Facebook and Twitter feeds for the latest news from Redskins Camp. Nationals were rained out last night. They play a day-night doubleheader on Sunday now. 1.35 and 7.05 first pitches tomorrow. Today's game still on the schedule for 7.05. Coverage follows the Giants and the Dodgers. We'll have that starting at 5 on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. The team also has acquired Howie Kendrick from the Phillies in a trade for a Nats minor leaguer. Squirrels even its series with Erie last night, taking in a 9-7 victory at the Diamond. Richmond scored eight unanswered runs, including five in the sixth inning to help Vic Black earn his first win of the season. Today's game starts at 5.05. When you leave training camp, head on over to the Diamond. NBA news The Charlotte Hornets have waived former VCU Ram Briante Weber. College football, Virginia Tech scheduled a two-game series with BYU for 2026 and 2030. The Hokies will get their home game in first in that series. Liberty has announced a new five-game series with Virginia Tech, two of them being in Lynchburg. The Flames have also added two more games with their current series against ODU. Kickers in action tonight. This evening, they'll play at City Stadium against St. Louis FC. The match starts at 7 o'clock. You can see it locally on CBS 6.3. You're up to date now in the Richmond Sports Center live from Redskins Training Camp. Coverage today presented by Uptown Alley Richmond. Mitchell Bradley on ESPN 950
0: and 102.7 FM. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Today's coverage is brought to you in part by our sponsor of the day, Uptown Alley Richmond. 57,000 square feet of fun with 38 lanes of -of state-of-the-art bowling, video game, sports theater, live music, and home of the chef-inspired Red Embers Grill. 6101 Brad McNear Parkway in Midlothian or online at UptownAlleyRichmond.com.
4: Uptown Alley, Richmond's 57,000-square-foot family entertainment venue and restaurant is ready for the start of football season. We've got 38 lanes of bowling and two bars, including a 16-foot projection screen and 70-inch HD TVs. Stop by on Sundays for our Red Zone specials on bowling and games. We've also got the best live music on Friday and Saturday nights. Plus, we can host up to 1,500 people for your group outing. For more, check out UptownAlleyRichmond.com or find us on Facebook. Uptown Alley is located at 6101
5: Brad McNear Parkway in Midlothian. You're listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com and on the ESPN 950 app, available for your Android and iPhone.
0: This is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew buzz and neds wheel barbecue just a few blocks from training camp stop by for award-winning hickory smoked barbecue ribs chicken and signature pulled pork sandwiches voted best barbecue in the city of richmond the state of virginia and soon to be the south 1119 north boulevard 8205 west broad street or online at buzz
6: Welcome back to the Midday Show, hour number two here on ESPN 951 to 2.7 FMA, Very quiet. Even more quiet than it usually is uh, training camp here. Usually there are people at least milling around uh, in between sessions. I can't say there are very many people here. as it. Uh, the rain has stopped. It is very windy. It is cold. It's probably in the uh, upper 60s right yeah. now in terms of temperature, which none of us really were prepared for. But, of course, I'd rather be... Underdressed than overdressed for a hot day, potentially, but uh, it is quiet here. The field closest to the stands is still tarped off. The hope, at least when I was talking to the ambassadors this morning, was that they were going to use the practice for the afternoon. Uh, because they thought more rain was coming. There is a blob to the west that's out near West Virginia that's scheduled to come here. Now, we were supposed to get blitzkrieged with rain last night or yesterday. We didn't really get that. I got some last night. I got some rain last night.
7: It drizzled a little bit, and it's continued to drizzle today. It has stopped, though, for the most part right here at Redskins training camp.
6: I'll say this. A, if they do only open up one field for the practice, when you get in, you're going to want to go around the corner through the kid's zone to get to the other field. Uh, so that way you get a good seat there. And, B, I'll warn you also, if the weather continues to be like this, they did not do the helmet walk after the morning walkthrough, which people were disappointed about. Um, they basically went through – they went from the practice field into the locker room. They didn't really sign many autographs. There was some signed over in the VIP area. But uh, with the weather the way it is, the players were out, and then they were in.
8: Very
7: minimal player interaction with anybody, fans, media, whoever it is. You want, I mean, it's pretty much a calm, get straight out of there and get inside type of situation.
6: When we find out about practice, we will tell you uh, whether it's now or, you know, whatever we figure out, we will make sure to get it out on our various social media feeds, Facebook, ESPN, Richmond on Twitter. You know, give Mitchell a call, give out his cell phone number. He can uh, talk to you about that. But uh, That's a 804 number? 804? <laughs> Wait, let me pull it up on my there's, phone. There's uh, nine other numbers that it could be, and uh, who knows? Um so, you know, we had Will Blackman in the tent earlier today. He was uh, optimistic about things. Uh, that'll be in the audio vault shortly on ESPNRichmond.com. Um, we had him scheduled this hour to talk to Bucky Hodges live from Minnesota Vikings camp. Uh, excited to talk to Bucky about, um, you know, that offense, playing with uh, Sam Bradford. Um, there's some Hokies there. Anton Exum is there. Um, you know, we'll get to find out how he's fitting into that Minnesota offense, and should we consider him a deep fantasy sleeper this year? Uh, as a guy who might get a lot of targets in that offense.
7: I think he could be. I think it's certainly a possibility. I'm really interested to see how they use him in the first place, and I'm interested to see from him how he'd like to be used. I'm sure he'll give one of the great player answers of all time, however the coaching staff wants to use
6: it. I'm hoping to see. I want to know how much he's working on his blocking. That was the one thing that at Tech he didn't really do as well. He was... uh, I would say, averse to blocking.
7: Yeah, and I think by the end of his career, it wasn't even a front on the end of the coaching no. staff. They didn't even pretend to use him as a tight end. It was Ryan
6: Malik's job yeah, to, to block as much as he could. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think in the NFL, if you're hoping to be a starting tight end and if you're hoping to get a big role, unless they're going to split him out a lot, I think he's going to have to learn how to block.
7: Yeah, I mean, Jordan Reed doesn't do a ton of blocking, but he does block, so... For Bucky to have not worked on that at all recently, at least in the college level, I'm sure he's put in the time in the off season to take care of that. I think that that could be a little bit of a hindrance for him immediately making an impact. But he's a very talented receiver. He's probably one of the best pass catchers you've ever seen if you've been down to Blacksburg to watch the Hokies. So he's a impressive talent, and we're pumped to have him on.
6: Uh, so he'll join us at 1230-ish as soon as the, the Vikings end their practice and around 1245 Jimmy Durkin will join us. He covers the Raiders out west, and we get to drop all sorts of uh, Raiders. Uh, we get to drop all sorts of Raiders things, uh, you know, uh, for him, and we'll talk about all the various issues that are going around. The uh, Los Angeles. I keep saying Los Angeles. You are on Angeles a roll Raiders. with that, man. It's the Oakland Raiders before they get to Las Vegas. I don't think Matt's ever been so excited in for there. a
7: team to move. I mean, not you are just, geared no, up. No,
6: I said Los Angeles. I didn't even say Las Vegas. I said Los <laughs> Angeles. You're just
7: getting confused with the Chargers and never.
6: Sixty-two zero nine fifty is the phone number. Yeah, we have to talk chart. We have to talk Chargers at some point too this year. So yeah. I'll probably call them San Diego during the interview. Uh, earlier today, after practice, uh, the rookie from Alabama. Jonathan Allen went to the podium. Let's take a listen to what he had to say.
1: About your first couple of days, what have you found? Found anything surprising about it? You know, sometimes rookies talk, once they get going full speed, talk about speed of the game, things like that. Is anything particularly surprised you, or is it rolling along as, pretty much as you expected?
9: Um, I think it's going pretty good. As far as surprises, just I want to say there's a lot of surprises just getting acclimated to things. Um, definitely the speed of the game is one, size and athletic ability, so... Everything's been going pretty good. You know, we're just grinding right now. Jonathan, you, uh, you talked about earlier during uh, OTAs that at Alabama you guys are used to having, having the pads on, and now you have an opportunity today to get them on. Are you, you feel like you'd just be more comfortable considering that's how you guys did it at Alabama? I'm just excited, honestly. Um, the first time it pads on the NFL level is something, something I've been waiting for my whole life, so I'm just excited for the opportunity and just ready to play.
7: Jonathan, uh, back here. Uh, you said after draft day you were incredibly excited to be drafted by Washington, being a hometown guy from Stonebridge. Now that you're here in Richmond and you're out here on the practices, do you still get that sense of being home and the fans supporting you in that way, that you're from their
8: community and such?
9: I definitely feel the support of fans. I really don't focus on the fact that I'm from here, because this is a new environment for me, a new playbook, new team. So... Even though I'm home, this is still a new experience for me, and I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited, and I'm loving it, Um, just being a part of the Washington Redskins. So every day I just wake up the mentality to just try to get better and help this team win games. Jonathan, uh, I know we're only on day three, but uh, was there anything on the first two days that kind of surprised you or took you by storm you just kind of been prepared or been prepped through OTAs and minicamp? Like I said, I really wouldn't say there was one specific thing that surprised me. There's just things that I have to get adjusted to and acclimated to. Jonathan, the uh,
1: team made it pretty clear when they drafted you and Ryan that they intend to uh, rush the passer. How much emphasis do you feel like they're going to place on you this season
9: and how much uh, responsibility do you feel with that? I feel like there's a definite responsibility to get to the quarterback, but that's later on down the line. Right now I'm just focused on doing what the coaches are asking me to do. So if that's rushing the passer, so be it. Playing the run is definitely – A biggest emphasis that I feel like because you can't rush the pass without stopping the run so We're just taking it day by day I'm not worried about the expectations of others because I feel like no one could put more expectations on me than myself So I mean just we're just grinding as a unit right now
1: Jonathan being a rookie and coming into the Redskins organization did you look for a veteran to kind of to and say, I'm going to watch this guy, see how he does it? Or has everyone kind of stepped up and like, listen, this is a brotherhood. We're here to make you better, to get better as a team. Has anybody really, have you taken anybody? Or has everyone just kind of stepped up to uh, guide you along?
9: I feel like it's a little bit of both. You know, when I first came here, I definitely looked at some of the veterans and see how they worked. But as a defensive line, they all took me under their wing. They all told me their experiences and what they went through. And I've all just kind of been piecing it together to Help get me along through my process. So my D line has been great. Coach Tom Sula has been great. I mean, I mean, I have no complaints.
1: You just mentioned uh, Jim Tom Sula. What's that like? You know, he has a, a great reputation. as one of the best defensive line coaches in the league. How fortunate do you feel that you're able to come and work with him? And through OTAs, in your first couple of days here, what's it been like?
9: It's been great. Coach Hossu is crazy. Um, we love him, though. I love him. He reminds me of a lot of Alabama, just his coaching mentality, his style, just if it's not about winning, he doesn't want to hear about it, and I love him, you know, He's going to push you. He's going to work you, but he's always fair. So as a player, that's really all you can ask for a coach. Is there a move that the
10: offensive line that you've gone up against in these first few days has, has done that's surprised you and impressed you?
9: Um, I want to say one specific move, just little tricks that they've learned from playing in the league for a long time. Like Trent Williams, he does a lot of little things that I've never seen before. So that just goes back to the acclimation process that I'm getting adjusted to right now. But, I mean, I love it. It's been great. What
10: does Trent do that's, that's sort of surprised you a little bit?
9: Probably his knowledge of the defense. I mean, you don't really see that on the college level. A left tackle who knows almost everything about the defense. So just seeing that first person is pretty incredible.
11: Jonathan, are, are there any kind of get-togethers or activities that the defensive line has had, say from you know April on, that's gone toward getting to know each other, team building? That, that you would tell us about?
9: Um, yeah, we've had a bunch of get-togethers. Um, definitely have cookouts over people's houses. Sometimes we go to top golf. It kind of just depends. But we definitely feel that we're a close group and try to do things together. Did
10: you say top golf? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> how,
1: how good are you?
9: I'm I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Who's the the best for the unit? I'll probably say A.J., then I'm second.
1: Um, So I guess being from Ashburn, obviously it's incredibly nice to to be home. Have you also had to take steps to kind of make sure you can focus on what you need to focus on while you're in season and around?
9: Um, Not really. Ashburn is completely different than what it was when I was in high school. One loud and wasn't built. None of that was built. So coming home was almost kind of brand new for me. So. I mean, there's definitely some added distractions, I guess you could say. But for the most part, everything's been, been a pretty smooth transition for me. You mentioned
3: Jim Tomswell kind of being crazy. He re- rotates you guys in there, in and out a lot. What does that do to keep you on your toes or, or, or know what kind of situations he wants to use you in?
9: Um, I really don't feel like that's something that I could, could probably answer as good as he can. Um, as a player, you just try to go out there and compete and perform whenever you're in the game. Um, he doesn't care about depth chart. We're not worried about that. We're just out there trying to play good football
8: Jonathan, what, what gets you excited? Do you ever get you ever get fired up you ever get uh, You know real 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 excited. You're kind of the opposite of coach Tom Sewell as we've seen.
9: I love I love contact I mean as a defensive line everything's always hand-to-hand combat So just the physicality of the game is what I look forward to the most back here again uh,
7: you mentioned you've been bonding with the defensive line, but you got drafted with your teammate Ryan Anderson. How close is that relationship between you two you know coming from Alabama playing in multiple national championships and such, and bringing that here with to the washington Redskins
9: I mean it's definitely a good feeling having a familiar face you know come with you to the next level um probably hasn't haven't spent as much time with him as some people may think only because he's with the linebackers I'm um, with the defensive line. We're doing our own things I mean he's definitely one of my great friends, but we're just focused on our own tasks right now and definitely good to see him on the field, but I mean, it's a job.
11: Jonathan, hi. Uh, Coming from Alabama, you guys are already pretty much pro-ready anyway, but having been through OTAs and mini-camps and now a couple of days of training camp, are you finding that you're learning more in the pro game about the scheme, or stunts and moves, or what are you learning the most of here, as opposed to already being a football player?
9: I'll say a little bit of everything. Um, the things you learn at college is good, and it helped us excel in the college level. But that might not transition over to the NFL level. So coming in, I'm just trying to learn as much as I can. I feel like I've learned a lot. I mean, I can't even, I can't even. it's a lot how much I've learned. So I'm just trying to take that day by day and just apply it in some practices. Jonathan,
1: before, um, before Stonebridge, you're from Western Branch, right? The yeah. Western Branch area? Yeah, there's some people in you
9: know, Hampton Roads, a lot of Redskins fans down there, that are uh, kind of wondering what, what are some of your best memories from uh, the Western Branch, Chesapeake area? Western Branch, Chesapeake area. Oh, man. I'll probably say Little League football. I'll probably say Little League. That's when I started playing football. So that's, those are some of the things that come to mind when I think about that.
6: So that was uh, Jonathan Allen. Uh, a lot of good stuff from him. They put the rookie up there early. Usually the rookies aren't up there very much. But uh, as we've heard, this is a guy the Redskins didn't think they were going to have. And uh, you know, they got him.
7: Plus, they put him up there because he's very experienced in doing stuff like that. And as you heard from the interview, the man keeps it all very close to the vest. He's not exactly revealing too many trade secrets. He's a business first type of guy.
6: Uh, 950 is the phone number. Six three eight nine five zero eight. Tweet us at midmajormat at ESPN. Let's take a timeout. Coming up, opponent preview. Uh, We have Bucky Hodges, and we will do our position battles, all still to come here with about 40 minutes left in the show. You're listening to ESPN 950,
0: 102.7 FM. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp.
5: On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM.
8: Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. The recommended interval between marathons is 16 weeks, but in 2006, Dean Karnazes ran one per day in each of the 50 states. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal Housing Lender. Member FDIC.
10: This is Big Allen. I'm sitting here with the Barbecue Baron of the Boulevard and West Broad, and that's Buzz from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. What kind of ribs do you offer? What's the difference?
2: But in Richmond, people prefer the baby back, which mm-hmm. is the comes off the loin side of a pig which is up top along the back when you get a loin boned out you end up with this baby back rib that is just the bones from that loin but we also do spare ribs we also do beef ribs they taste different they have different textures you know we have to have something for everybody
10: you're still uh, you still spend time stoking the wood and you're by, uh, behind oh you. yeah. people can find you at either location
2: this is a, an artisanal process that has been handed down for generations
10: two locations in town as you know 1119 North Boulevard 8205 West Broad Street for Puzzin as real barbecue
9: you don't know until you hear from Bo are
8: they really going to show Mayweather McGregor in theaters like is that really going to happen If you're going to go see Mayweather McGregor in theaters, they're going to need to charge a lot more than $15. We got to put a much higher riffraff tax on that one. You know what they need to put aside on the door that says it needs to be $50, no T-shirts, no tennis shoes, no athletic gear. Did I leave anything out? No hats. We can't have hats either. If you are going to watch this fight in a theater, I am saying pick your neighborhood carefully. While residential segregation is a great scourge upon our country, I suggest you find the most segregated neighborhood that you can find and stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to before you decide that you are going to go out in public among strangers to watch Mayweather McGregor.
0: The right time with Bomani Jones, weekdays at 6 on ESPN 950 and
8: 102.7 FM. We're counting down to the start of the NFL season. Six weeks until kickoff. Aaron Donald and Odell Beckham Jr. were a part of the same draft class. They are two of the very best young players in the game at their respective positions. They've had two different strategies with dealing with wanting a new contract. Odell Beckham Jr. reported to camp. Aaron Donald officially a holdout.
0: Counting down the kickoff. Presented by Indeed.com. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Come to the new fan event, Celebration in the End Zone. Bid on signed Redskins memorabilia and meet team personnel Tuesday, August 1st from 5 to 8 after training camp. Visit Celebration in the End Zone on Facebook for ticket information.
8: If the Redskins are in Richmond, then we're on the air
10: live from training camp.
0: Listen to live coverage exclusively on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM, and ESPNRichmond.com. Live from Washington Redskins training camp. This is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew.
5: On ESPN 950
0: and 102.7 FM. The Redskins are in the RVA, meaning it's time to break down the big position battles and forecast the team's depth chart.
6: Position battles. We just heard from one of the uh, guys in that position group, Jonathan Allen. Uh, we are doing defensive line today. Uh, and as we've talked about the last couple of years, the defensive line, I feel like every year, Andrew, we're just talking about new players. They're just shuffling new guys in. All, a lot of those guys they signed on a one-year deal last year are gone.
7: I think they're just trying to find guys who can do both things. And that's been a problem with the Redskins over the last couple of years. And when I say both things, I mean stop the run and get to the quarterback. It's been a theme for Washington recently that they don't have versatile guys at that position. So hopefully Terrell McClain and Stacy McGee can get to that.
6: Uh, we'll see. So if you look at the defensive end position as a whole, you've got Jonathan Allen, you've got Ziggy hood who was here in the tent with Al yesterday. You've got Anthony Lanier. You've got Brandon Banks, uh, Matt Ioannidis, Terrell McClain, AJ Francis, um, once again, as we talked about the running backs, Andrew, when you have like seven guys, you really don't have a guy. Uh, although I do like Jonathan Allen. What's your overall assessment of that group for the defensive ends? I
7: think the big question is going to be at the nose tackle. Stacy McGee, who's a guy who's been around the league and he's made a few stops, but he's a very soft-spoken player who has what it takes, I think, to stop the run. Not really sure exactly if he's going to put enough pressure in the pocket on the quarterback. It's a good group, Matt. I think it's improved minimally from last year's group, correct? But I don't think that it's e- exactly totally reformed and gotten to the point where it's at a whole other level. So I'll say it's 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 a solid group, but it's not exactly blowing out other teams' groupings. I think it's probably right in the middle of the pack in the NFL.
6: It's a good. Th- I mean, it's a good start with Jonathan Allen. It's a building piece right there. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the guy I'm looking at. is Phil Taylor. Yeah. Who's a reclamation project? uh, Played for the Browns. Was is a big time guy, um, size wise. He is uh, a guy that you ideally want to clog up the middle as your nose tackle, but he has had his problems in the NFL in terms of production. Uh, I mean, if you get let go by the Browns, you're certainly not exactly you know it's not good news for you. He's been in several places hasn't exactly succeeded. I like the idea of bringing him in. I don't know what he has to give to the Redskins.
7: I'm not sure what he has either, and I think he's probably... Right now, I'm kind of trying to figure out if Anthony Lanier or Phil Taylor will make this roster. To me, you want to carry six defensive linemen, but when you only play three in a starting role and three-four, it's really tough for me to determine if I want to keep that many. So I agree with you on Phil Taylor. I really... Don't think he's that exceptional in doing anything specifically, but certainly could be a solid role player for this team, given the opportunity.
6: Yeah, I, I think it's interesting because there are several guys there um, that could be good. This is like it was last year, where they, they kind of took a chance on some of these guys. Um, they took a chance on uh, some of those guys, and they didn't work out. And I think, once again, you know, a little bit longer-term deal for, for Stacey McGee and Terrell McLean. Um, ironically, actually, yesterday during the press conference, uh, the very first thing that Jay Gruen was asked about was the defensive line rotations that Jim Tomasula was trying to work on.
10: Well, hopefully there's a method for Coach Tomasula's madness right now. We're in day one, day two. We haven't even put on pads yet. So uh, giving everybody an opportunity. That's what it's all about, uh, trying to find the right pieces in the right places. I mentioned that
7: last yesterday. And, uh it's going to be a process, and we have a long time uh, to get it done and get a good look at all these guys and different with ones, with twos, three, with five, shade, you know. Um, got a lot of good pieces. We just got to figure out the right ones.
6: So and that's kind of what we just said. Uh, if you look at last year, Colin Jenkins gone, Ricky Jean gone. Baker uh, gone. Baker gone. Uh, Kendall Reyes gone. Now, he wasn't that great, but uh, if you look pretty much, I mean, the front three – was not, is pretty much reshuffled with regard to who's back.
7: Yeah, and this was one of the groups that clearly the Redskins had not really anticipated being a dominant group, and they really hadn't planned ahead in getting guys. I mean, Colin Jenkins was an ad, I believe, right before the season started or maybe during the season. No, it was,
6: no, it was during training camp during he training came camp. over. That's he, right. He came over towards the middle of training camp last year.
7: So they hadn't put in a lot of time preparing to really get this group up and a lot of journeymen in the group, which you still kind of see this year. Oh, yeah. With McGee and McLean. I don't know if additions. either of those
6: guys are journeymen per se. They've been I think they're probably I think they're both in their late twenties. You're right. You're right. So I
7: don't know if they're journeymen. They're a little younger than the group last year, which is always a good thing. And I think Ziggy Hood was good last year. He didn't really impress me in any way, but he did clog up the middle. So look, the bottom line with this group is If you take the linebacking core and the secondary into account, this is the weakest group on the defense. But they don't really have to be that exceptional. I think that they just have to kind of do enough to get some of these linebackers off the edge really going, and that was one of the struggles that the Redskins had last year. All
6: right, so how many? Uh, Last year, I believe they had six or seven. Seven. So if you look there, uh, uh, you know, we both agree Jonathan Allen, Yes. McGee, yes. McLean, yes. Because they put some, they put some money and they put some resources into um, both of those guys. Um, I think Phil, Phil Taylor works out. Uh, but even if he doesn't work out, as long as he's not a abject failure, I think he's going to get a roster spot. Um,
7: At the very least, he'll be in special teams, kind of clogging things up on kick situations. Phil Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For I'm just talking about. Defensive special teams. Like Like kick kick blocking. I don't see him running. No, 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 no. no. Not doing anything.
6: Uh, Ziggy Hood, I guess. But Ziggy Hood's not a guarantee. He needs to have a good camp. Um, I feel like Ziggy Hood, Taylor, and Lanier could be fighting for two spots if they decide to go six. Um, I mean, of course, I'm putting my boy Matt Ioannidis in there, which is an important year for him as well because he's in year two. And didn't play a lot in year one.
7: Yeah, and if he gets to the end of that rookie deal and kind of stays at the level he's at, I don't expect him to stick around.
6: Uh, and then, I, I, and then I think Lanier is on is on the bubble too. I think Anthony Lanier is another guy. Um, you know, they talk about he added twenty pounds uh, in the past couple months. Um, but I think this is, it could be Matt Ionitis, Anthony Lanier, Ziggy Hood, and Phil Taylor for two spots.
7: I think that that's very fair. I'm going to right now keep six because I think that that's the right thing. I'm going to eliminate Phil Taylor. I just don't think he's really going to do anything or have enough time to make himself known. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Jonathan Allen, Ziggy Hood, Stacey McGee, Terrell McClain, Matt Ionitis, Anthony Lanier.
6: I'm going to keep Phil Taylor on. I'm going to have seven from the defensive line because they—I mean—they talked about uh, a little bit later on in the press conference. Jay Grun was asked about do they rotate defensive linemen more than they used to, and he said, "Yeah, because you need to get fresh bodies in there." And I think the more and more that you can have somebody else out there, then I think that you're going to have um, to—I think you're going to have to, you know, try and, and get fresh bodies in there, however you can. So I have seven. Andrew has six. For today's uh, depth chart, tomorrow we are doing uh, – no, Monday we are doing the wide receivers, which is always a fun one. We'll see who uh, steps up at wide receiver. Uh, 622-0950 is the phone number. Six three eight nine five zero eight is the text line. Tweet us at midmajormat or at AWOL ESPN, Scheduled to, hopefully, hear from Bucky Hodges next. You're listening to The Midday Show, ESPN 950, FM.
0: You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp
5: on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM.
12: Richmond is attorney Christian Simpson. You know me as Big Al from 1-800-HURT-123. You want to know the best way to sum up what me and my firm will do for you? We've got you. That's right. We've got you. Ask your friends at the next cookout. There's a good chance I've represented someone you know. They'll tell you not only do I answer every call in a 1-800-HURT-123, but each client gets my personal cell phone number. I'm available 24-7. Accidents don't happen just during business hours. They happen when you least expect it, like on the way to your vacation spot. That's why I'm always ready to take your call at 1-800-HURT-123. So call 911 to get a police report, take pictures of the scene with your phone, and then call me at 1-800-HURT-123. Hiring me as your lawyer will be the best decision you make. No recovery, no fees or costs. I'm located at 1108 East Main Street in Richmond. Call me at 1-800-HURT-123. 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 We've got you.
8: Cooking out with the family this weekend? Add some sizzle to your soiree with Philly Gourmet All-American Badass. Burgers. They're juicy, delicious, 100% beef, made in the USA with true grit and American pride. Look for Philly Gourmet Beef Patties, Thick and Juicy Angus, and new Angry Steer Sirloin Burgers. Guaranteed to turn summer cookouts into all American Philly Gourmet Badass Blowouts. Don't be a Bubba. Get your Philly Gourmet All American Badass Burger on. Family owned and operated. Local scores and the top headlines.
0: Now to the Richmond
3: Sports Center.
0: Here's Mitchell Bradley. It is
3: 1232 live at Redskins training camp. The team off the field and fans still wandering around, waiting until the three o'clock walkthrough this afternoon that is scheduled to include full pads. We'll keep you updated on the situation as weather could pose an issue here on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Also check out our Facebook and Twitter pages at ESPN Richmond. Nationals rained out last night. They'll play a day night doubleheader tomorrow. 1.35 and 7.05 starts. Today's game is at 7.05. Coverage follows the Giants and the Dodgers at 5 on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. The team has also acquired Howie Kendrick from the Phillies in the trade for a Nats minor league. Squirrels even at series with Erie. They win 9 7 last night. Richmond scored eight unanswered runs, including five in the sixth inning, to give Vic Black his first win of the season. Today's game starts at 5.05, weather pending. Charlotte's Hornets have waived former VCU ram Briante Weather. College football. Virginia Tech has scheduled a two-game series with BYU for 2026 20, and 2030. Liberty University has announced a five-game series with the Hokies. Two of those will be played in Lynchburg. The Flames have also had two more games with their current series against ODU. The kicker's in action tonight over at City Stadium. They take on St. Louis FC. The match starts at 7 o'clock. You can see it locally on CBS 6.3. You're up to date now in the Richmond Sports Center. Live from Redskins training camp. Coverage for today presented by Uptown Alley, Richmond. Mitchell Brownley on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM.
12: City Dogs is a proud sponsor of the Washington Redskins Training Camp live coverage, heard exclusively on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM.
0: They are the greatest. The Undefeated presents the greatest African-American athletes, hosted by Clinton Yates, Mina Kimes, and Dominique Foxworth, August 6th at 11 Eastern on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Live from Washington Redskins Training Camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew
5: on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. All right.
6: Here we are, midday show, taking up to 1 o'clock here on ESPN 950. Just got an email from the Vikings. Uh, Bucky Hodges might be calling within 5 to 10 minutes. They're doing special teams drills, which as we talked about, when you're a rookie in the NFL – you gotta make your you gotta make your bones early on doing special team stuff.
7: That's right. You gotta pay your dues. You gotta get a little attention the hard way in the special teams drills.
6: Exactly. So uh, Bucky Hodges hopefully will be joining us uh, in about five ten minutes, and then we will probably end up going right into our interview um, about the the Raiders. Jimmy Durkin will be joining us to talk about the uh, Oakland Raiders, um, and so we'll be doing those back to back. You um, got it
7: right this time. I did
6: get it right. Yeah, I did. I mean the Raiders just need to stop moving. They just need to stop. Need to stay in one place for more than like thirty years. Those California teams, what the heck are they doing I, out there? The I know, West Coast? I know. It's 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 a weird. Dy- I mean, I really want to get into that with him and the weird dynamic of a really good Oakland team, but a fan base that may feel scorned a little bit. Um, it may feel a little scorned when it comes to. Uh, Their team's moving, but they're finally really
7: good. And and like, how is this team going to deal with expectations? I think they're going to handle them fantastically. I'm pretty excited for the Raiders here this year, especially with Marshawn Lynch coming back, because it's a very rare story that you hear a player coming back like he is for a different team, for his hometown team. And especially when he's a player who kind of retired right in the middle of his career i mean he's very young to retire obviously running backs have a little less time in the nfl than most positions but still at the same time the man was just playing in a super bowl a few years back uh let's go to the phones
6: andrew you're on the uh, midday show how's it going andrew
13: good morning matt. good afternoon matt hey how's it going great great uh, this is bruce matt how's it going bruce not bad matt i wanted you and drew before at the in the eleven o'clock hour you were talking about the low turnout of locals. And I think you hit on all of those issues that have sort of where you're not seeing the turnout as good. And I'm saying this from a Steelers fan base. Um, but you know, I guess the, the name is has offended the the, the need to support education. Um is, a, is somewhat offended and, and probably the construction that's going on in that area. And I would say probably a lot of the fans are turned off by the off season issues in the front office with Washington as well and how they have probably treated the quarterback or, or the, the re-signing of a quarterback. So fans are, are people at best um, when it comes to, not putting a winner on the field, and, you know, that's part and parcel why you're seeing probably that low turnout over there. Uh, And Richmond has so much to do nowadays, too. The the breweries in this local area are just uh, so overwhelmed. Uh, So, you know, maybe that's part of it as well.
6: Thank you, Bruce. Um, I, I think that's a lot of what we. Uh, I think it's a lot of what we covered is the reasons and uh, whether it was too hot or now too cold or too rainy. That also the weather hasn't helped uh, either. Uh, I figured that probably they would have gotten a bigger crowd.
7: Um, they would have gotten a bigger crowd when uh, with better weather today. Yeah, I imagine they would have. Today was probably going to be a great day for everybody to get out here. There's plenty of stuff to do as we talked about. The squirrels are also in action. The thing about it too also is. It's really a situation where if you come out here, you want to be here for the full practice. But like I said earlier, if you have kids, it's really tough on a weekday to bring the kids out here and keep them entertained for a whole practice because they're not exactly locked into watching formations and things like we're talking about. But right. today was, would have been a, a great day because most people have work off.
6: Right. And, and the other the other part that that's sad, or which, which, would, which would have helped the tenants, is Military Appreciation Day. Uh, hopefully that didn't keep some of our military away from uh, coming out and supporting the Redskins as the Redskins supporting the military for today. Uh, I saw some of them here and uh, hopefully uh, if the weather clears up a little bit uh, more of them come in the afternoon when uh, they've got the afternoon practice still at three o'clock. Uh, don't forget they have the day off tomorrow and then they're back for two days, Monday, Tuesday, and a Wednesday and Thursday next week before campus closed on Friday uh, next week. So it's almost a, a normal week. They've got the special teams practice on Wednesday. So that's always fun.
7: Yeah, it's it's going to be an enjoyable experience out here as we continue to roll along with our coverage here on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. So I'm excited to keep things going. It's it's just a little tough when your Saturday is, is a rain out, and clearly people are kind of wanting to stick inside, even though really it's such a great break from the humidity out here right now with they're actually having no rain precipitating currently. So I'm, I'm good with a little bit of cool down, but at the same time the rain that was happening during practice was – not convenient.
6: I uh, I heard that the Patriots today had twenty thousand at camp. So winning does, Andrew. Win- yeah. Winning and consistent winning uh, does that
7: for you. I think that, and also with the Patriots practicing clo- a little closer, obviously to home. Right. You have the diehard fans who are coming out who are around the area. I just I just think that there's a lot of Redskins diehard fans that while they love to watch each and every game and, you know, they pay attention, they know all the names, they have everything down, I'm not at all discrediting the knowledge from Redskins fans. It's just you don't necessarily have the will to come out here all the time. That's a challenge. Maybe I'm challenging some Redskins. Get out here, fans. Come on. I don't think they need to be challenged, Andrew. Certainly
6: not in that form. I think the Redskins fans know plenty of stuff. I, I, and as we heard from Bruce Allen, this is Redskins country. No, so. no,
7: I'm not saying that they don't know stuff. I'm just saying, come on out, come on, we want to see you.
6: Six two two zero nine fifty is the phone number. 638-9508. We are awaiting Bucky Hodges. We will also do our opponent preview uh, if we've got time with uh, Jimmy Durkin uh, coming up. Uh, we've got, so we've got a lot to get to and a little bit of show time left. Why don't we take our final timeout, clear out the inventory because we're going to go Bucky Hodges into Jimmy Durkin to clean out the show. So we'll take our final timeout. You're listening to the Buzz and Ned's Midday Show here on ESPN nine fifty one
0: 102.7 FM. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp
5: on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM.
8: Are you ready to learn hands-on? I'm able to see a piece of equipment and know how it works. I know how it operates and how it feels in my hands. Then you're ready for ECPI University, where graduates say... ECPI has been the best decision I've ever made. Are you ECPI ready? Go to ecpi.edu today to find out more. For important information about the educational debt, earnings, and completion rates of students who attend this program, go to
2: ecpi.edu slash Hey folks, this is Buzz with Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue with number three in our series on Real Barbecue. When it comes to my barbecue, it needs to be cooked with wood or natural chunk charcoal made from real wood. For the serious barbecue, I recommend a combination of the two. Charcoal provides a fairly consistent heat source but imparts little flavor to your meat, while the green wood or wet wood chips provide the smoke that gives it the unmistakable flavor of real barbecue. Please, people, don't use charcoal briquettes. Which are actually made from a combination of coal dust, charcoal dust, and chemicals such as nitrates and rock lime. That stuff will give you some funky barbecue. Trust me on that. I've I've tried it. We down at Buzzin' Nez use only fresh-cut hickory logs that have come to us the day they were cut from the forest. That makes smoke that is blue, white in color, and as smooth as a single-barrel bourbon. Come on down to the Boulevard and let's compare notes.
8: Now a sports reflection from Town Bank. The lacing of a Major League Baseball must have precisely 108 stitches, and the circumference must be between nine and nine and a inches. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal Housing Lender, Member FDIC. Now a sports reflection from Town Bank. The recommended interval between marathons is 16 weeks, but in 2006, Dean Karnazes ran one per day in each of the 50 states. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal Housing Lender, Member FDIC.
10: This is Big Alan. I'm sitting here with the barbecue baron of the boulevard and West Broad, and that's Buzz from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. Who is Ned and what influence
2: did he have on you? Ned was a mentor. Ned spent some time with me, teaching me things that I needed to know and he was one of the ones that wasn't very afraid of giving out some secrets but I felt honored to put his name up there with me because a lot of the successes is due to Ned. Of course you've been a Richmond institution for 25 years
10: tell us what you mean when you talk about Buzz and Ned's real barbecue. You
2: know when I started here in Richmond there were a lot of barbecue places. They had uh, mostly gas cookers or electric cookers, and the art of real barbecue just wasn't there. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll open up a barbecue place, and I'll do it an old-fashioned way, traditional way, the real way. There is nobody in Richmond that does it except for us.
10: Two locations in town, as you know, 1119 North Boulevard, 8205 West Broad Street for Puzzle Nez Real Barbecue.
2: Here at City Dogs, we have created 13 unique hot dogs famous for the cities they originated from. Voted one of the 10 best hot dog restaurants in the state by bestofvirginia.com. Stop by today to try one of our featured dogs, such as...
0: The Boston Dog. Loaded with bacon, sauerkraut, and relish. Perfect for the New England fan and all of
9: us. City Dogs has two locations in Richmond. Downtown in Shaco Slip at 1316 East Cary Street. And in the fan, 1309 West Main Street.
11: Need car work? Go to BonairShell.com to learn about all the things that Air Shell can do for your car and your peace of mind. They have a full line of automotive services including gas, oil
6: changes, transmission work, belts and hoses, major brand tires, wheel balancing, and complete engine renewal.
11: And if one of those pesky dash lights comes on, we can check that out too. In business for 20 years, go see Scott or Keith at Bonair Shell, 8762 West Huguenot Road. Go to
10: BonaireShell.com or call them at 272-3232. That's 272-3232.
0: Live from Washington Redskins Training Camp. This is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew.
5: On ESPN 950
6: and 102.7 FM. Welcome back. We are live from uh, Redskins Training Camp. One final segment left to go on the show. And as we like to do here on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM, we check in with our favorites from some of the state schools and, of course, one of the guys we had to check in with up in Minnesota, former Virginia Tech Hokie, Bucky Hodges. Bucky, how's it going?
14: going good. How y'all doing?
6: Good, Bucky. How has uh, training camp gone so far for you?
14: It's been going good. Just getting back in the flow of things, um, getting my technique down and the playbook down. But, I mean, it's, it's coming to me every day. I'm making pro- progress every day and getting better.
6: How is a uh, compare a Virginia Tech a training camp to a uh, Minnesota Vikings training camp so far?
14: Um, I mean, the Virginia Tech training camp last year, Coach Fuente, that was his first year, and his training camp was was very was very hard. We was up all day, like from like six in the morning. We didn't go to get home until like ten o'clock every night. I mean, it's and it's like it's like that here also, but it's a little more. Um, you get you get less reps. You got to make more out of your opportunities. You have less opportunities here, and I mean, it's like it's just more competition. But I mean, I love it though.
7: Bucky, do the Vikings have you playing tight end this year? Or are you playing receiver? Where are you lining up at camp so far?
14: Yes, sir, I'm playing tight end, um, the wide position, um, hand in the dirt.
7: You did a little more out wide last year for the Hokies. Was that something with just? Being with Justin Fuente's offense, or is that something that you wanted to do? What went into that?
14: Um, I mean, Coach, Coach Fuente had asked me to, to play out wide last year. I played strictly receiver last year, and I mean, I felt and he felt that it, that was the best way that uh, I could help the team, and I, I contributed a lot. We had a, we had a great group of guys at Virginia Tech last year, and um, it just it just showed my skill set. I'm I got a versatile skill set. I can do a lot of different things on the field. Um, there... But I'm just getting this transition down, playing with my hand in the dirt. Um, it's, it's new to me, but it's nothing that I can't do.
7: Is there anything specifically that you're working on now that you're kind of switching back from a receiver to a tight end, your natural position?
14: Um, yeah, just my footwork, um, hand placement technique. I mean, that's that's all it is in the blocking. It's all in your feet and, and where your hands are. And... Just little things to so just learn, just keep learning the playbook, keep progressing um, with my reads and my blocks and just learning different defenses.
6: Talking with Bucky Hodges, former Virginia Tech star with the Minnesota Vikings. How important has it been for uh, special teams and how much special teams did you do in Blacksburg?
14: Um, I did a little bit of special teams. My my freshman year, I, I started on the punt return team. I I recovered a, a fumble for a touchdown against UVA the last game of the season. Um besides that, I didn't I played a couple of the series my sophomore year, but I played all of my junior year. I played all um I started on the punt return team um again. And there's a lot of special teams, special teams are very important for rookies. Um that's that's the way you guys make the team a lot of times. So just just showing that you got the heart to do it and just getting down the techniques of the special teams, whether it's punt team, punt return, kickoff, anything. It's just – it's all just a learning process.
6: Bucky, you had a rather uh, important number for the Minnesota Vikings. Are you ready for what comes with the number that you're wearing?
14: Uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I looked up i looked up the, uh, Randy Moss. That was my favorite player. They asked me to come by who my favorite player was, and I told him Randy Moss. I remember when I was a kid, just like trying to emulate his game, and that's how – When the when the ball's in the air, he was attacking it, and he came down with it, and that's how I like I like emulate my game like that.
7: Have you spoken to Randy? Has he reached out to you, or you reached out to him?
14: No, I haven't spoken to him. He was here when he got inducted into the uh, Ring of Honor, but I didn't get a chance to speak to him.
7: I see you're pretty active on social media. I watched a little video that one of your buddies B put up on your Twitter. Do you enjoy interacting with people on social media and engaging with the fans and posting stuff on there?
14: Um, yeah, I mean, not, I'm not, I'm not a big social media guy, really. Um, I do it sometimes, but I'm not, I'm not big in the interacting with social media like that. I'm, I just, I stay in my, I stay in my own lane. I just worry about what I can control. I mean, social media is fun. I mean, when I'm bored. And stuff, but I mean, but I mean, I like, like I said, but there's there's some fans I can't say that because there's some fans that I do like interact with and I actually got to know them over the years, especially when I was at Virginia Tech. And they they like some diehard fans, and it's just it's just great to see people like believing you so much like that. Um, so I do I do like it a lot, but I don't I don't really use it that much.
6: Bucky, how good could this offense be with Sam Bradford? You've got Dalvin Cook. How good can this Minnesota offense be?
14: I mean, I think the sky's the limit It's just we have to just all get on the same page. I'm just trying to find my my own lane to get onto this to help this offense we got a lot of playmakers. Um we got to get the run game going. Um that's really big coach been harping that. Um but we got a great running back. We got Cook, um, we got we'll have Murray come back. Um and we got we got a great group of guys. Um up front on the O line and then we got Rudolph and Ooh. receivers I and mean, we got playmakers for days. I mean I think I think we can do a lot of the different things.
6: I know you're up in Minnesota. Have you heard from a lot of uh hokey fans up there in uh during camp or during your time up there so far?
14: Yeah, and no, I actually did. Like the second day of training camp I had had a couple of fans, they had like said my name and then they said like um go hokey and then I, I was real surprised with that because I'm all the way in Minnesota, so I, I waved to him. But that was—it was definitely um, love seeing that so that's back home. That's—it was a home feeling.
7: Are you chilling with Anton Ekstrom at all?
14: Uh, yeah, I mean, he's on defense, so I don't—I don't really see him throughout the day like that. But he definitely has—has has helped me. It's, it's good to have a guy like that here. He knows the ropes, the ins and outs of the, the organization and the NFL. Just just listen to what he has to tell me, and get knowledge off of him. I mean, it's definitely definitely helped me a lot.
7: Well, hang out with him and talk some smack to Aunt Harris for me, okay?
14: <laughs> yes, sir, I guess.
7: Bucky, uh, uh, being a Virginia Beach
6: guy, you're up in Minnesota. Are you ready for the brutally cold winters that come in Minnesota?
14: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm gonna find out. I mean, Blacksburg was cold, so. Blackford was very cold. It snowed a lot up there. So, But, I mean, I heard Minnesota cold is a different type of cold. But, yeah. I mean, so Percy Percy Harvin, he's from Virginia Beach, too. He played here. So, if he, I guess he could do it. I could do it.
6: <laughs> but, uh, Bucky, do you have any um, – uh, when it comes to the Vikings, do you have any uh, thoughts? Oh, actually, no. Sorry. My question was, how good can this Hokie offense be this year? I know a lot of you guys left. You and Isaiah, Gerard's gone. How good can this Hokie offense be this year?
14: I mean, I think the offense is going to be strong. I think the whole team is going to be strong. But I think the offense is going to be good. It's going to be a battle at quarterback. Um, I know they have some new transfers. Um, only only quarterback I personally knew that last year was Josh Jackson. I think, I think he's a great, great quarterback. Um, he's very, very savvy, very football, smart, got a great football IQ. Uh, he he reminds me a lot of Russell Wilson the way he plays the game. Uh, he, he's a leader. We um, got Trayvon McMillan. I feel like he's best running back in ACC. He's him do some crazy things in games and practices that I haven't seen a lot of people do. Cam Cam Phillips coming back strong on the outside playing receiver. He's he's the leading receiver in ACC coming back, and uh, he's a. His work ethic and his route run everything. He became a great receiver. Uh, he had he has a very bright future. I think he's gonna have a big year this year. And then we got a lot of young guys coming up that I'm I'm looking forward to seeing play. Got like Phil Patterson, Eric Kuma, um a lot of different guys. You got good O line, you got a lot of old linemen coming back, Wyatt Seller, uh um, Nigelman, you got Gallo, I mean I can, I can go on for days, but I think I think they're gonna be a very strong offense. I'm look, I'm looking forward to watching them.
6: Last one for you. Did you see the pictures going around of uh, of your of your boy Cam Phillips and how he was dressed at ACC Media Day?
14: <laughs> yeah, I saw. Hey, that he he was clean, man. Cam Cam dressed like that all the time, man. He, he got his own style, man. I, I like I like that though, man. He he was he was very clean. I, I was I was messing with his fit.
6: So that was so that's how Cam usually dresses off the
7: field.
14: Yeah, Cam always dressing like that. He he got his own little style. I mean, but. He, he always is like flashy. With his clothes, always clean. But I, I like I liked it though. He 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 definitely put on at the ACC uh, media day.
6: Well, Bucky, we're looking forward to following your uh, your season and your career in the NFL. Good good luck up at Minnesota, and we'll check in again with you soon.
14: All right, thank you.
6: All right, uh, that is uh, Bucky Hodges of Virginia
7: Tech. Wow, we broke some news there. That is how Cam. That is
6: how Always Cam dresses. He also go. likes Josh Jackson at quarterback. Uh, yeah. That battle will be very interesting to watch. I think the future is bright for Bucky Hodges. I think everything's going to go really well for him as a uh, as a tight end slash. I mean, I'm sure they're going to line him up as a wide receiver at times, yeah, too, yeah. probably. But I think he's going to have a bright career, and I think he's a guy that's going to be really good for Minnesota. Well,
7: it's interesting you mentioned that. The fact that Laquan Treadwell is there – but is a good sign because he's a taller receiver, lanky receiver, but you have the suspension of Michael Floyd. And then other than him, there's really not a lot of height there. Stefan Diggs is really quick. Jarius Wright is a little smaller, obviously, really quick. So, yeah, could see him in some five-wide spreads out wide.
6: All right, so that'll wrap things up for the midday show. Uh, we did not get a chance to catch up with Jimmy Durkin. Uh, Andrew and I will actually tape the interview with him, and we'll play it on Monday. We've got a three-hour show on Monday. We're on from 12 to 3, so we'll do two opponent previews coming up on Monday with the Raiders and the Chiefs. I want to thank Bucky Hodges for joining us and Will Blackman as well in the booth. Thanks to Henny for all his hard work. Barring some sort of weather event, Greg will be on at 3 o'clock, so we'll have two hours of ESPN programming. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to
0: ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp.
5: On ESPN 950
11: and 102.7 FM. My mom's a breast cancer survivor. The United Breast Cancer Foundation saved her life. Their free breast cancer exam caught the cancer early, and it saved her life. But now the foundation needs your help so they can continue offering free or low-cost breast screening exams, saving more women's lives. Help them by donating your car, whether it's running or not. They'll provide fast, free 24-hour pickup, and you receive a charitable tax deduction. Plus the great feeling you'll get knowing your donated car is going to help save more lives. Just call 800-523-8850 to set the wheels in motion. They take cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs running or not. Call 800-523-8850. The United Breast Cancer Foundation needs your help, and your donation could literally save women's lives, helping them catch breast cancer early like they did with my mom. Donate today, 800-523-8850. That's 800-523-8850.
4: Uptown Alley, Richmond's 57,000-square-foot family entertainment venue and restaurant is ready for the start of football season. We've got 38 lanes of bowling and two bars, including a 16-foot projection screen and 70-inch HD TVs. Stop by on Sundays for our Red Zone specials on bowling and games. We've also got the best live music on Friday and Saturday nights, plus we can host up to 1,500 people for your group outing. For more, check out Uptown UptownAlleyRichmond.com. Or find us on Facebook. Uptown Alley is located at 6101 Brad McNear Parkway in Midlothian.
0: The Redskins and Authors Electric are two of Central Virginia's great traditions. As a major supporter of the Richmond community, Authors Electric is excited to welcome the Skins back for training camp. Since 1923, Authors Electric has been the source for outdoor power equipment. Lawnmowers, saws, trimmers, and blowers. Authors carries quality brands like Toro, Snapper, Steel, Echo, Skag, and Billy Goat. Repairs the brands they sell, and they stock Briggs and Stratton, Kohler, Tecumseh, and Kawasaki Parts. Call Authors Electric at 264-2513 or go to AuthorsElectric.com.
8: Cooking out with the family this weekend? Add some sizzle to your soiree with Philly Gourmet All-American Badass burgers They're juicy, delicious, 100% beef, made in the USA with true grit and American pride. Look for Philly Gourmet Beef Patties, Thick and Juicy, Angus, and new Angry Steer Sirloin Burgers. Guaranteed to turn summer cookouts into All-American Philly Gourmet Badass Blowouts. Don't be a bubba. Get your Philly Gourmet All-American Badass Burger on. Family owned and operated.